So, welcome back. Uh, this is my second podcast, and uh, if you listened to the first one and enjoyed it, fantastic. If you didn't, fantastic. Uh, have any comments? Again, I welcome comments, uh, discussions. Don't do debate. Don't do a lot of negativity, but uh, always looking to open discussion. Uh, that's part of what I want to do with this podcast is just open discussion into uh, faith, into uh, who Jesus is, who the Bible says he is, and those kind of things. So, and, and as I said in my first podcast, this is kind of a, a glimpse into what my life looks like as I walk through my my journey with Jesus uh, as his disciple. Uh, the first podcast we talked about the account from Matthew or Mark I mean from the rich young ruler and uh, this week uh, over this past week as I've been thinking about what to do next uh, the idea of faith just keeps coming back to me what is faith what is faith what is what does our faith look like if you have a faith in in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you have a faith in something else what does faith look like what what does that mean so, uh, over the next few podcasts, I'm going to be looking at some different accounts from the Bible of people with some really amazing stories of their faith. In uh, the first one I want to look at, we're, we're going to go back to the Old Testament for a few of them because uh, I feel like the Old Testament really, as as the the American church, and I say it like that, the American church. Here in this country, I don't feel like we always spend enough time looking at the Old Testament. We're always so involved in the New Testament, in the in the Gospels, in the letters, the epistles, and those are important. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there's a lot of truth, a lot of knowledge, a lot of instruction in there. But the Old Testament is still there because it is important as well. And there are some great stories of faith in the Old Testament. And so as I start trying to figure out what faith looks like in my life, uh, which that's a continuous process, it's something that I've stopped. Uh, One of the stories I always go back to is the story of Queen Esther uh, in the book, of course, named after her Esther. For those who aren't familiar with the story, the, the king uh, gets mad at his wife and decides to get rid of her. So uh, what they do is they have this royal decree that goes out and all the young women come and, and they're basically, it's basically like a beauty pageant uh, is the simplest way to put it. And they go through this whole process and at the end of the process, the king chooses Esther, a young Jewish girl, to be his wife. Uh, but her uncle, Mordecai, who has raised her, tells her, don't let them know you're a Jew because the king's right-hand man, Haman, doesn't like her. So she doesn't let them know. They don't know she's Jewish. And so Haman orders this to, he he gets the king to put out a decree where it's going to be legal one day for everybody to rise up 
and attack the Jewish people in our community. So this is a horrible thing for them. And Mordecai realizes that Esther, because she is a queen, she's in a position where she can do something about this. So he goes to her and tells her, you, you need to go and talk to the king. Well, there's a certain thing about the king, and that is if you go before him without him calling you, he can put you to death. So she's a little nervous about going to him because she hadn't been called. So Mordecai is exchanging words back and forth with her. They're, they're sending messages back and forth. And Esther has told him, you know, I don't know if I can do this because I'm scared. And Mordecai says something. And if you're familiar with the story of Esther, if you're familiar with this book, then there is a certain line in it that you are familiar with. And that is when Mordecai po poses the question to Esther, what if you are here for such a time as this? And that's such a beautiful question. It, it's, a, it's a turning point in Esther's life because she realizes that maybe she is. And she does decide to, to summon up the courage to do what she's scared to do, and that's to go before the king and plead for her people. But right before Mordecai asks the question, he makes what I believe is the statement of his faith. So, from the book of Esther, this is in chapter 4, and it's, it's in verse 13. This is from the New King James Version. It says, And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's passage any more than in all the other... Than, than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. Mordecai and the Jewish people on the verge of facing annihilation, legal annihilation, by the king. The one thing he thinks that can change that is his niece, Esther, who can go before the king and plead their case. And she's scared to do it. And that's understandable. But Mordecai is not scared. And his faith shows up hugely. He says, if you're not willing to do this, then our deliverance will come from someplace else. Our deliverance will come from someplace else. Mordecai has no doubt that the God that he serves is not going to let this happen to his people. Mordecai doesn't know how it's going to happen. He's got a plan. He's got a thought process saying, hey, I, I, I think the queen can do something about this because we got relationship. But he tells her, if you don't, God's still going to do it. God's still going to save us. God is still going to do what God does, and that is deliver 
and protect us. That's faith. I mean, that's huge, incredible faith to know that regardless of what's happening, to have the faith that God is going to step in somehow, some way, and do what only he can do to correct or to solve or to protect or to save you from what you're going through. That is such a huge faith. And as I read that, it makes me wonder, do I have that kind of faith? Do I wake up every morning knowing that regardless of what's happening, regardless of what does happen, regardless of what has happened, that God's still in control of it all. And that it's going to be okay. And it's going to be okay exactly the way He wants it to be okay. He's going to work. And He's going to work on my behalf. Romans tells us that. I've just always, I, I was going through Esther a couple years ago, doing a uh, devotional from a Bible app. And as I was reading through it, for the first time, that line jumped out at me. That God will bring it about from someplace else. And that's such, it, it, it's, it's a challenge to my faith. Is my faith strong enough to believe that? Is my faith strong enough to think that? But it's also such an encouragement to know that the God of the universe already knows. And he's already got it planned out. And it's going to be okay because of him. I don't know where you are in your faith walk. Uh, I have been a devoted disciple of Jesus Christ since January 1st, 1995. So I've been walking this road a while, and I've been fortunate to have uh, some men in my life come alongside of me and walk with me at different times. And I've been fortunate to uh, be in some really good churches over the years and to just really get to be embraced by the community of faith. And so all those things have helped me as I've gone along my faith walk. But I'll be honest with you, after all these years, there are still times when my faith wavers, when my faith gets a little, a little shaky because all this stuff of the world is hammering down on me. It's all coming at me, and, and I'm not sure, can I take one more thing? That's when I turn to places like Esther. That's when I look throughout the Bible for these stories of faith, because these things, they not only challenge my faith, they strengthen my faith. <clears throat> and if you're in a place right now where your faith is maybe a little shaky, 
Maybe there's a whole lot happening right now. And I don't think that's much of a stretch for any of us with everything that we've been through in the past year and a half. Uh, with the COVID-19 and with the shutdowns and with this and that, you know, there's been a lot happening. So if, if you're still in that place where your faith is, is maybe a little shaky, it's wobbling a little bit, I would encourage you to to read read through the Bible. Find find some of those stories of faith. Esther, Mordecai, he, that, that's a great testament to faith in God. In, in somebody who loves you more than we can even comprehend, to be quite honest. So, and, and if, if you're at a point and you, and you need somebody, you, you've got questions, you've got concerns, you know, my information is here in the podcast. Reach out to me. Uh, I, I would love to, to respond to, to anybody and everybody. You know, if there are things that you're going through and, and you're just wondering, where do I go, what do I turn on? I, I may not have the answer for you, but maybe I can point you somewhere that does have the answer. That's what the community of faith does. We come alongside. Uh, Jesus said it's, it's our job to rejoice when they rejoice and to weep when they weep. So, this is one of those great stories of faith, Mordecai. He'll bring deliverance from someplace else, if that's what it takes. Uh, over the, like I said, over the next couple of podcasts, I'm going to look at some other uh, stories of faith that really mean a lot to me. Uh, hope you've enjoyed this one. Uh, if you have, fantastic. If you haven't, fantastic uh like i say my information is in here reach out uh, i'd appreciate comments if there's something that you'd like to hear me uh discuss and, and and talk about uh be more than happy to to hear about that uh but as a very good friend of mine tells me uh th this is a a gentleman that i meet with every thursday morning uh, we, we sit and we talk about life and faith and politics and sports and kids and grandkids and, and you name it. We've talked about it at one point or the other. But every time we part company, he always looks at me and he always says the same thing. And I grow to appreciate it more every time he says it. And that simply is, bro, keep the faith. And that's what I would say to all of you, keep the faith. That's all I've got.